from the KMNN studios, this is the Kids Morning News Network. Hey everybody, welcome to the Kids Morning News Network. I'm Alex. It's December 11th, 2023, the 345th day of the year. That means there are just 19 days left this year. Can you believe it? So today in 1946, it's a long time ago, UNICEF was established. Have you heard of UNICEF? It means United Nations International Children's Emergency Fund. And you might have seen it at Halloween. Like before the pandemic, some kids got these little orange boxes to carry around with them when they went trick-or-treating. I know I did when I was a kid, and that was a little ways before the pandemic. Nowadays, it's all digital. You might get a QR code for people to scan. So what's all that about? Well, UNICEF is part of the United Nations, which is this big group of countries, including the United States, that got together and pledged to try to work together to make the world a better place. The idea was that if we can all keep talking, we might work things out without fighting. And one problem this group looked at was how not all kids around the world have what they need. They might go hungry. They might need a doctor and not be able to get one. They might not be able to go to school. So UNICEF was created in 1946, and now it's active in 191 countries around the world. The headquarters are in New York City, which is where the UN is based, and it has uh, celebrity ambassadors, like famous people who go on there and say, please donate to UNICEF, like Katy Perry or Serena Williams, a whole bunch of them. And what it does with all this money they collect at Halloween and other times is they work on bringing, say, food, nutrition, health care, and education to kids who need it all around the world. And there are a lot of different ways they do that. But one thing they have on hand, and they have a bunch of these in a big warehouse in Denmark, is called School in a Box. All right? It's like a big suitcase with everything that's needed for a portable classroom. And it has enough stuff in this one box it's got like notebooks even and chalk. It can supply a teacher and up to 40 students for three months. I mean, think of all the things you use in your school and then imagine trying to send that in a box somewhere, right? But they do it. There's even a can of paint in a paintbrush. And with that, you can paint the inside of the box lid to make that into a chalkboard. It's pretty smart. So the next time you see one of these UNICEF fundraisers or a little orange box or a QR code, now you know something about where that money goes. All right, next up, I've got a riddle. And I'll give you the answer tomorrow. In fact, I'm going to do a riddle a day, every day, and I'm going to try to make them harder as the week goes along, okay? But for this one, this is today's riddle, the Monday riddle. So it's going to be not too tough, I don't think. Here it is. You ready? The more of this there is, the less you see. The more of this there is, the less you see. Okay, answer tomorrow. Let's talk about dinosaurs. You ready to talk about dinosaurs? I know it's only Monday. You've probably heard of Tyrannosaurus, right? These are the big, scary, meat-eating dinosaurs from millions of years ago. We see them in the movies all the time, including the big guy, Tyrannosaurus Rex. Possibly the most famous dinosaur ever. But he's not the only one. There are a lot of other types of Tyrannosaurs that don't get quite as much attention. One of those is called Gorgosaurus. And like its big cousin, Tyrannosaurus rex, 
It stood up on two legs, had little bitty funny arms, and it wasn't quite as big as Tyrannosaurus Rex, but it wasn't small. It was like from nose to tail up to 30 feet long. So it's a pretty good size, bigger than your car. And Gorgosaurus lived in what is today known as the state of Montana, big sky country. I used to live there. Great place. Also the province of Alberta in Canada, which is just over the border from Montana. And while Tyrannosaurus Rex may be the big dinosaur influencer that everybody knows about, Gorgosaurus fossils are actually much more common. They are the most common Tyrannosaur fossil. So scientists actually know a lot more about Gorgosaurus than they do about Tyrannosaurus Rex. They've had a chance to learn a lot about them. And now, for the very first time, they can see, drumroll please, what Gorgosaurus ate firsthand. Normally, they take a good educated guess, but this time, they found a Gorgosaurus with food in its stomach. And this is a fossil, but it was so well preserved, they could figure out what that food was. They could see the bones from the food, fossilized food. I don't want to order that anywhere, but it helps when they were learning about dinosaurs. So about 75 million years ago, this Gorgosaurus chomped these two smaller kind of bird-like dinosaurs, swallowed them, or bits of them, they went into his stomach, and then unfortunately Gorgosaurus met his end, or her end, and died. And everything was preserved. Everything was fossilized. So as they were picking through this Gorgosaurus fossil in the dirt, they realized that right around where the stomach would have been, they found these bones. And these bones are of this particular bird-like dinosaur, and these are actually, it turns out, the best preserved version of this little bird-like dinosaur. So the Gorgosaurus stomach, apparently, kind of helped preserve them. So it was like a yeah, two-for-one find for the scientists. So this thing's 75 million years old, right? More or less. The paleontologists, the dinosaur scientists, found this fossil in Alberta in 2008. Eight. But they just published this finding last week. So that's 15 years between when they found the fossil and when they finally published what they discovered picking the fossil apart. 15 years. That's a long time for one assignment. But uh, blink of an eye, I guess, in dinosaur years. All right, so that's the kids' morning news for this morning. I want to end with a poem. An appropriate one, I think, for wintertime, which is blowing into a lot of parts of the country. It's called Stopping by Woods on a Snowy Evening by Robert Frost. Whose woods these are, I think I know. His house is in the village, though. He will not see me stopping here to watch his woods fill up with snow. My little horse must think it queer to stop without a farmhouse near. Between the woods and frozen lake, the darkest evening of the year. He gives his harness bells a shake to ask if there is some mistake. The only other sounds, the sweep of easy wind and downy flake. The woods are lovely, dark and deep, but I have promises to keep and miles to go before I sleep and miles to go before I sleep. You probably have miles to go before you sleep too. Have a great day. This is Alex signing off. See you tomorrow.